Hola. And of course, he's on the boards. He's working and twerking. No, he ain't twerking. (laughs) But anywho, guys, we are in a new year. 2020. Not only it's a new year, it's a new decade. Why are you laughing? Because you twerking. I'm definitely not twerking. But, so, Melvin, the new year. The new year. The new year. So, I know, guys, that we have been kind of on a little bit of a hiatus. Um, It was not quite intentional. Um, Clearly, you guys know that we have children. It's been the holidays and stuff and just trying to, you know, manage it all. We want. I want to always be open and honest with you guys. We didn't go nowhere. Okay, we didn't go nowhere. We ain't leave y'all. We still here. But, you know, we did take a little time off and it was actually needed. It was actually needed to take some time off. Um, We were very busy, really, honestly, from October up until really now. You know, October was crazy. You know, we had a lot of personal things go on in our families and, you know, just had to tend to business. And that happens at times, and uh, but we are back. We're back. And, you know, because it is a new year, you know, we have decided that we want to streamline, you know, our processes so we can be more consistent and putting in processes where we can do that. So, you know, we're going to do our very, very, very best. So we thank you guys for coming along this journey with us and being loyal. And, uh, yeah. Anything else, Melvin? No, yeah, definitely. Just um, I'm excited about this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think uh, going in and trying to be a little bit more diligent in our planning and mm-hmm. around everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, just excited to do that. So, yeah. Well, since we are in a new year and a new decade, really. I thought it would be very good. We were chatting back and forth, you know, as we all do about like, you know, when it's the new year, everyone always wants to start anew. Okay. Um, Even if you're not a resolution type of person, you always want to be a better version of yourself in whatever area that may be, may be health, finance, you want to read more, you want to start a business, all those things, okay? But in order for you to know, what you doing? Keep on going. Oh, okay. But in order for you to know what you need to improve in, you have to be able to take some time to actually reflect, Okay, so I'm going to hold down the mic for a little bit because Melvin, you know, he's the 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 the, the studio engineer, the, the tech guy. I, I just show up and talk. That's all I do. So I'm just going to keep on talking. So I was talking to Melvin and I was just saying to my I was saying to myself and I was telling him as well that, you know, I think it would be good just to have a year in a, a, a year in review. And I know that we did this about this time last year. We did our 2018 year in review. And I think it's good. You know, I think reflection is good. So we are going to come in here and we're going to talk about, you know, how we think the year went. And I even say if we even want to throw in a few little aspects of the decade, you know, um, we can talk about that as well. So 
not only um, I want us to talk about things that we did accomplish and the good things, I also want to talk about the things that were challenges, things that we might have fell short of or in. And, um, you know, so we can hold each other accountable. You guys can hold us accountable. And, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> I was like, I just know what else to say. I'm trying, I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to get her in the mic, but I didn't know what just to say. <laughs> I just felt like it was very dark, and then I looked over, and the flap was closed. Well, no, it just wasn't at the right height. I still oh. feel like it's dark. But that's I okay. don't. I feel like I'm like blasted with light, but okay. <laughs> I um, get some diffusion at some point. So but anywho, let's get into it. Melvin, what's your thoughts? Let's talk about year in review. Year in review. And you could throw in some decade in review. Yeah. So I'll say, let's start out decade in review. Okay. For me. Okay. Um. So 10 years. So 2009 up to 2019. I think if I look at it, you know, I'll start year in review. Okay. So year in review, I could have, because those two views are, are a little bit different. Okay. So this year, I feel like I... Grew in some areas, uh-huh. but I feel like I did not take advantage of as much as I, I could have. Okay. If I'm just looking at it within a year. Okay. Whether it be growing professionally, spiritually, um, personally, I feel like um, this has been more of a a slow grind. You know mm. what I mean? This has been like a hold on type of year. Uh, I feel like I have... I feel like I learned a lot about myself, but okay. there were no big moments. If if you know what I'm, if if you can kind of relate. So I think as a, a personally, personally, you feel personally in terms would, of like I wouldn't agree, but okay, this your life. <laughs> big moments meaning like uh, things that I feel like I had huge revelations on. So like last year, mm-hmm. I feel like my understanding of like worship. Mm-hmm. and the 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 belonging to the body. Mm-hmm. I feel like I really grew in my understanding of that. Okay. Um, okay. When it came to politics and, like, mm-hmm. my view of those things. Yeah. And yeah. what? how do I reconcile those thoughts and feelings with being a, a disciple, as well as how do I view others? Like, how, what do I think others are doing to balance those things. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I got a much better point of clarity on that. This year, I think I built on that knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, That, that was more of like a revelation for me last year. This year, I think I spent time just building on that knowledge, but I don't think it was as intentional as it was in the past. I think it was more um, just kind of build, just building on it basically. Okay. Uh, I think in terms of my, my professional life, I think that uh, I definitely did learn a lot. I, I learned a lot about how to relate to other people mm-hmm. and how to uh, advocate for myself while at the same time being willing to prove myself again. Because you can kind of feel like you got to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um and again, that's just looking at this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think with in terms of being a father, mm-hmm. I do feel like I have grown a lot in terms of being a father. I think I made some decisions at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. that I did make some changes in in terms of being invested and in being um, 
you know, not, not just sitting back when it comes to things that I'm not strong at, whether it's planning stuff or, uh, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like I did take some time to reevaluate those things. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was a, a better friend this year. I don't think I grew, you know, I don't think I hit where I wanted to, but I did spend more time trying to reach out. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that's hard for me mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe I did grow in some, in some areas that, uh, but I, I don't think it was, Sometimes I just was kind of holding mm-hmm. holding on, you know what I mean? And I, I think that is why it's so important to have times and moments of reflection and really, like, take some time to really review some things that you have made important in your life and you want to, like, you know, I want to do better in this, any goals or aspirations because I think we can get so caught up in the rat race and trying to do that we don't take time to actually, like, enjoy the process and to see how far we have come. And so I think for me, like, you know, we've talked about this very open and honestly, I think I agree with you. I definitely feel like in the uh, area of parenting, I have definitely improved, not to say that I feel like I'm a perfect mother. I am not. I'm still working um, at being the best mom that I can be, but I feel like I'm way more self-aware. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I think for me, you know, really... I think just like as we look at our children to grow and they're moving into different stages, I think that we on the parental, the parental end, we are also changing into our own parental stage as well. And I feel like for me, really understanding that what I, my demeanor and what I say, what I do affects our kids and at, at this point in, in our parenting affects them probably a little bit more than it, what you can do, you know, mm-hmm. at some times. And I feel like it will switch as our kids get into different stages, but I feel like they're still like in the nurturing phase. And so I have to be very mindful of my tone. I have to be very mindful of my tenderness towards them. And for anyone who does not know, I don't think I've ever shared this. I am not the most traditionally nurturing person, you know, or tender person. Um, I am definitely, I do believe that I'm loving. I'm not like hard and like, you know, like that, but like, I am not like a touchy feely person. So I am an introvert. I like my space. (laughs) I don't like a lot of physical touch, but my children, they love being up under me. And so I have had to watch how I speak to them and act, act to them because that's how they receive love. And so I definitely feel like I have grown in that area. I feel like in marriage, I feel like both of us have improved a lot with our communication and stuff. And so I think that our marriage has strengthened. I think that we have really ironed out conflict a lot better. You know, not that conflict has uh, stopped, but I think that we have dealt with it a lot better. Yeah. We're going to take one second because I just noticed there's a big, thick blue line on our camera. But you can continue. So anybody uh, watching will see oh. me make a blue line disappear. Oh, uh, okay. Not watching. Won't. <laughs> okay. And so... um I also, I feel like also for me, just as I 
look back at 2019 in a review, I think as our podcast for our podcast, I feel like we really kind of caught our stride. And I don't know if you realize this, Melvin, but we're coming up on two years in like less than six months of doing our podcast. We, we launched almost, it's going to be almost two years. And so I feel like we're catching our stride and we're catching our format and, getting comfortable in our roles and that. So, and then also, um, here in 2020, I am going to be launching a business, which I'm uber excited about. Um, but I feel like 2019 was a lot of preparation. It was a lot of focus. It was a lot of discipline to be able to get to 2020 when I actually can launch. Right. And, um, and I'll say this last thing and then I'll let you talk. Um, I was praying yesterday that I believe that God in only the way that God can do has been telling me to stop educating and start executing. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is because me and Melvin both are, we're like students. Like we are researchers. We, you know, like when we're good at trying to, like we haven't questioned, we're going to find an answer. And so we both geek out on things and um, I feel like because we have tried to show up better for the podcast and even this year I started getting into the editing, which has let me be able to edit in my per my own personal endeavor that I have coming up. Um, I've tried to consume information to educate myself, wh whether it be, you know, paying for courses, taking free courses, looking at YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, following people that are the experts in whatever they're doing. Right. And here recently in the past couple of months, I have not been getting any inspiration or their information has not been useful like it normally has been. And I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've been listening to, I know. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's God telling me like, okay, you have educated enough. You're now at the point of you need to execute. Right. Not to say that I'm going to stop educating because I feel like you always have to learn and always be a student. But I feel like I was preparing and now it's time to go. Right. Yeah. I'll, I've seen that. I think um, going back to that's why you're talking, I was thinking more just about our growth as a couple. Uh -huh. um, I feel like this year we have had more, I guess more of a opportunity to really work on how we communicate with one another, be it working together or, um, you know, working on different projects outside of the, the bounds of just being husband and wife. Like we have a dynamic as husband and wife, I think, that is easy to define, you know, scripturally, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and so my role as a husband, your role as a wife. So what happens when we get out into business, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Does that, do, do we have to, you know, that, that role can kind of bring, so, and I, you know, I, I'm the, the husband, you mm -hmm. know, in, at the end of the day, the buck stops with me, right? Is that way that I kind of carry myself. Mm -hmm. um, if everything goes down, I'm saying this more for their reference. Mm -hmm. But if everything goes down, if somebody's got to take a loss, if somebody's going to suffer, it's going to be me. 
And I also try to take it upon myself to lead our family, whether it be spiritually or whatever else. Now, how great or bad or bad that I do at that, that's up in the air. But mm-hmm. in essence, that's our conviction scripturally is that, you know, I'm the head of the household as yeah. the man. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that that doesn't mean, and we've got a podcast that we did over that. That doesn't mean that I'm making all the decisions and doing all the whatever. Uh, most of the time, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, I've really worked to under- get a better understanding of what that means. And I have a great appreciation for what Kimberly brings to the table as it um, pertains to us raising a family. Um, and a lot of times I will either agree on things or I will we'll go with her thought process on certain things. And that's not because I'm just trying to avoid art, but it's because I really do appreciate her thought process and what she brings to the table. Mm-hmm. And it's never a thing to where I think we've gotten to a point to mm-hmm. where we talk these things out mm-hmm. and we come to um, mm-hmm. a consensus on things of the house. Mm-hmm. We may have, you know, but I think when we go into working together in, in the realm of business, we can bring kind of this stigma of, of our household into that to where if I share something, will it come from a place that like I'm trying to lay down the law? Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's cause this isn't our household. This is business, especially if it's something that you are, are spearheading, like, mm-hmm. you know, your, uh, education mm-hmm. uh thing me giving you thoughts or my ideas or whatever will it come across as or is my tone as one of of this isn't suggestions this is what we're going to end up doing mm-hmm. ultimately mm-hmm. and i've been trying to learn um how to better communicate things and i don't know have you how how is that been for you? Like when we've talked about things? I I think it has been a process. Um, But here recently, like in the past couple of months, I feel like, you know, we had a conversation where, you know, there's a lot, uh, not to give a lot away about my business because I haven't launched it yet, but it's, it's coming, but um, it's, it's um, a digital thing. And Melvin, that's what he does. <laughs> that's that is his job. And so, you know, I would go and watch a number of YouTube videos and come back and tell him what I wanted to do. And he could not give me any critique. He couldn't give me any suggestions and felt at times disrespected because like I totally like disregarded his expertise. Like this is what this man gets paid to do has been getting paid to do for some time now. And I think now as we have worked through that, I think on your end, you know, having to be able to hear what I am trying to accomplish. And I think that's kind of where we're at now is that like, now I tell you what I want to do. Like, this is what I want it to look like. Mm -hmm. And you make it come to fruition, (laughs) you know, like, okay, you can figure out the logistics of it all, but this is what I would like to do. You know what I'm saying? And really making sure that like, I am keeping you involved with the dreaming of it all, right? you know, cause it's going to affect you. Like, you know, like the things that we're trying to do, there will come a time where you probably will be running a whole big division of it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because of what it is. And so 
you know, so I think that here recently, I think that we've been doing good, but it has been a process. And yeah. so I do feel like, you know, like I was saying about ironing out our communication, like really like. I can see us really like being very intentional with how we word things and our tones and making sure that like we're getting like exactly what, like I am telling you exactly what I feel. Right. So I will say this as a, if there, if there's something that I've learned from this year uh, in, in, in terms of communication with, with where it pertains to relationships um, and that I can a lesson that I can share with anybody else listening is it's a it's a war uh, no different than any other part of our lives right like mm-hmm. satan doesn't want us to be in on one accord mm-hmm. whether it is at your job with your friends with your spouse with your kids and so he's always trying to like stick things in there to make you and, and to me, I think one of his greatest weapons is like throwing in distrust, mm-hmm. distrust of someone's motives, abilities, whatever it may be. And it creates a hurdle so that you never really achieve the the extent of of greatness that that you can. Mm-hmm. So why do I say that? I think a a good practice uh, to 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 start to really try to work on is assessing your level of trust with that person that you're, if whenever you run into like a, a wall and you're communicating with someone. So let's give Kimberly and I's example. We're talking about something. I feel like I am a, as close to an expert in this area as one could be, at least in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I'm coming to it it, it, with that background. Mm -hmm. And she's coming to it. Um, from the background of did not just coming up with this idea and haphazardly throwing it around. She's put some work into it. She's researched it. She's thought about it. And she has a, you know, whatever thing she's come to is that a, is, has come with work. Now, when we run into a problem is where I come at her like that. And it, I am not, Sometimes I'm not respecting, I'm not trusting the the work that she put in. And so I may not even really listen to the whole idea before I start formulating my response or my um, suggestion mm-hmm. and vice versa. She is, is so t- like, she may be not trusting my motives that I'm just wanting to help and think that, Hey, he's just trying to run this. This is my thing, you know? And so now when we both have, not only is it me in, in reality, not only am I coming with my expertise, but now she's gone ahead and worked herself to get a ex, an extra body of knowledge. We could meet together and make something amazing. We've now put this barrier in between these two things that should be perfect for each other mm-hmm. of distrust and, and it's blocking us from really coming together. And so when you get into that situation to where you're at odds, whether it be at work or wherever, stop yourself and think like, am I trusting this person's motives? Because it, once you start to trust, then you can see where if there if she's coming in error in any way. Now I've taken away like the lie of distrust that she she didn't study it or she didn't whatever 
um, I've taken away that whole thing and now I can truly see it for what it is. And perhaps there are some things that need to change about her approach, but I'm not battling. I'm listening intently because I'm, I'm coming from the fact that she's prepared and vice versa. She's not worried about me trying to take over. She's just looking for the good things that I have to offer. So now we can pick out and get the best of both worlds and, and make something awesome. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So if there's anything that I could say, it's like start to focus in on because that that's something that you can't look at the other person for. You got to look at yourself and say, is there a wall of distrust in between me and this other person? And, and especially when it comes to working together to achieve a goal. So let's go back to the year in review. What are maybe one or two things that you have learned from 2019? Number one, um, I think is the communication mm-hmm. um, piece. I think that uh, I feel, I feel as though I am way better than I truly am at mm-hmm. um, communicating and getting my point across and mm-hmm. um, doing it in a, a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's happened at work. That's happened with you. That's happened everywhere. And I think God has really shown me where I've been kind of arrogant in, in my thoughts in that. So really not trying to hone that skill. Okay. Um, that's been a tough pill to swallow. Uh, Number two, I think um, that I can also, I've also learned that I have, let me think, number two, because mm-hmm. there's a couple of different ways to look at that. But I think number two would have to be the fact that, um, I don't want it to seem like it's just negative. These are all positives in the end. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I've learned that I put a lot more stock in my own ability. I take way more credit than what I want to give credence to. What do you mean? Meaning, like, I've achieved a lot mm-hmm. in a, a rather short period of time. Like, I've outpaced the goals that I had for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it hasn't been 10 years since I made these goals, but I think sometimes I carry myself as if I did it, okay. you know, like, like it was me to, that, that accomplished all these things. And so when I think about when I'm approaching a situation, I can come at it with a level of arrogance that it's me who, who has brought all like if if it's it's like um what they say about rich people sometimes mm-hmm. like children of affluent people mm-hmm. where they get up there and they act like they they, they hit a home run yeah i i hit a home run but really you you were like a pinch runner and you started on third base mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that can create if you don't understand how fortunate you are to be in a certain position mm-hmm. and and you recreate history in your mind to think that you worked it up there by your own hands, mm-hmm. then I think that that produces a level of arrogance that you approach future situations with. Okay. And you don't approach them with the humility of like, you know, God got me here. And so now when I take on this new thing, 
I better make sure that I am equally as dependent on God for me to see success as opposed to like, I can just power through it and get it out. I'll get up early. I'll do this. I'll Mm -hmm. do that. And I'm going to push through. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that I've, I've seen that I've gotten. Yeah. I I think that I have, I've I've taken for granted how much I I really feel like it's about me. Mm -hmm. I'm responsible for getting to where I'm Mm -hmm. at right now. Well, I think, I mean, I think 2019, especially as I have done individual reflection and, you know, every year, like I kind I probably for the last few years, I've kind of written down not necessarily resolutions or like a vision board type, but like I have divided my life up into like life areas and I have put what I would like to, to accomplish or what I would like to tighten up in that area. And as I have been really like, so there's a lot of things that I can draw on, but one of the things that I feel like I have really learned this year, this past year that is really going to help me in future years is the ability to say no and not to be a people pleaser. Mm. Um, I feel like I have finally gotten to a place in my life where I am really comfortable with being exactly who I am. Right. Like, I think in the past I have been such a wanting to not have conflict and, 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 and mind you, I don't think that I'm the traditional people pleaser where I'm like somebody that's going to run over. Like I let people run over me, but it's like, you know, not wanting to tell a family member that you can't do X, Y, and Z because you don't want to hurt people's feelings or you don't want to come off as a person who is not loving to a friend um, because they have invited you to a party or something, something like that. And Mm -hmm. I think that I have accepted the fact that my motives are good and they are pure, you know, and if they're not, I can deal with that on my own, but I have worked hard to make sure that like, I am trying to do the right thing. So if all of that comes and I still have to say, no, it's okay. And, and secondly, I don't have to explain myself either. Right. Because I think a lot of times, and I even had to tell you this one time you were responding to somebody and I was like, don't explain yourself because what you're going to do is end up putting your foot in your mouth. You're going to end up over explaining about something and then it's, you're going, it's going to turn into something that it never was to begin with. Like sometimes it's just a simple no, if, especially if you feel like I have to do a whole lot of explaining and they still may not get it, you mm-hmm. know, I like, I like is just, I could just end it right there with, no, I won't be able to come or no, I can't tank on that task or I can't do that role or whatever. And really being okay with that. And I feel like, um, yeah, that I have accepted, I have accepted that. Okay. So. Those two? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Anything else before we log off? No. Did we say something about the decade or? Well. We can do that later. Well, I mean, to me, I just have a quick thing about the decade. Like. If I'm really being honest, if I look back over the decade, I feel like we both killed it. We did that thing. You know what? I think the decade will be another uh, thing because I think Ooh, we, have, we have a lot to parse out. The The one thing I will say about the decade um, for me is that when I look at the year, mm-hmm. I can be very critical of where I'm at. 
But when I look at the decade, it gives me a chance to really see how far God has brought me. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, in essence, what what being a Christian is, mm-hmm. right? It talks like when in, what having faith is. Mm-hmm. Um, our faith, we say, is blind faith, but it really isn't. Because mm-hmm. the Bible tells us, like, when you don't have faith, you know, you know, with, with thanksgiving, you know, submit your request to God. You mm-hmm. know, ask God for more faith. But mm-hmm. really, there's a, I think that important part is with thanksgiving. So when I think of the word the thanksgiving, it's a moment of reflection to mm-hmm. go back and think about what God has done. What is the whole Bible about? The whole Bible is just a an accounting of all the things that God has done. And when you go through those things and then you compare it to your life, you can, it builds faith because you start to see like God did all of these things. And now let me parallel it with my life. Oh, wow. He's been doing the same thing still. So he's probably going to continue to do the same things. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, you know, looking back at my decade allows me to kind of get a much clearer vision Whereas when I look at my year, I may feel like I've only moved like, like a little increment, you know, just a little step. Yeah. But if I look at 10 years ago, mm-hmm. where was I at mm-hmm. versus today? I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's day you know, and night. In it's every area of my life, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I think, what do you think? I think that that gives, that, that deserves a, a an episode probably. Probably. Yeah. Maybe you guys will see an episode over that. No, maybe not. Maybe we'll not. That's a nerd. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's all I got. All righty. Well, guys, that's all we had. It was just very just chatty and conversational because it's the new year. And we thank you all for coming on this ride with us. You have been tuned into the Soul Sense podcast. I am your hostess with the most is Kim and your wingman, Melvin. Hola. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Mm -mm.